everyone. Welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet. My name is Sydney, and we have an awesome episode for you today. We will be talking about Disney Plus, all the things you have to watch, all of the new things coming in 2021. It's a great episode, so let's get started. Hey everyone, and welcome back. Um, if you notice, you have your co-host Kara here, and we have Sydney on with us today. Um, Casey, we miss you dearly. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you're not over on the YouTube, uh, you can see our faces now. <laughs> so that's super fun. But Casey left us and she went to Disney World without us. But luckily, Sydney is coming on and having this episode with me. So thank you, Sydney, so much for joining. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm really pumped about today's episode. We will be talking about Disney Plus. So I am just really grateful to be here and talk about all my favorite shows and movies with you, Kara. Oh my God. Like, okay. So we talked to the viewers and we basically said like, we need to have a whole episode dedicated to Disney Plus because we do. <laughs> There's like so much to talk about. So I kind of want to get started with the history of Disney Plus, like where it started and like all that stuff. So it debuted back in November 12th of 2019, which like is not that long ago. And I feel like Disney Plus, maybe it's because I've watched so much on Disney Plus, but it debuted like a year point, whatever ago. And it came out in, the, out in the US, Canada, and the Netherlands. And then a week later, it came out in a couple other places. Um, and then it became available. It's becoming available in parts of Europe. So like, as of December in 2020, it had 86 million users. Like, I cannot even <laughs> fathom that. That's just like, absolutely crazy I don't know maybe I should see the users on like Facebook compared to Disney plus but that just seems like a lot to me that is a shows, yeah and that just shows that there's Disney fans literally everywhere and if you don't have Disney plus yet or if you kind of forget like how much you're paying for it so I wanted to let you guys know that it's $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year now that is actually going to increase starting in March, 2021. Let me look here in my notes. Yes, I did write it down. Um, it is March 26th, 2021. It is going to increase a dollar. So it's going to be $7.99 a month or $7.99 a month. And honestly, if Disney wants to increase a dollar for me to watch it, listen, I understand Disney's struggling right now. So that's fine. You can take an extra dollar. I'm still gonna watch Disney Plus. Uh, you know, with all of the new shows that are coming, I mean, it's kind of justified to raise it a dollar because yeah. they gotta keep these shows, you know, moving and coming out every I, month. Like, just think back in the day. This might be showing my my 26 years of age, but back in the day when you had to go to Blockbuster and rent your movies like imagine renting all those disney movies that stuff adds up or even right now like with Redbox, or yeah. any other like thing where you have to actually go out and get the movies like that stuff's gonna add up and if you're interested so disney plus hulu and espn from my sports fans they actually have a bundle that you can get 12.99 a month which i think is just a steal I love Hulu. I like watching some of the movies that they add on. They add on blockbuster movies that 
you know, I miss now that I don't go to the theaters anymore, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's really great to bundle those three things and all under $15, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> all right. So we are going to get into some specifics for those of you that have got Disney plus the day it came out, i.e. myself, we're going to get into the, some nitty gritties and some stuff for you newbies. So Sydney, go ahead and start us off. Yeah, so we have five main categories on Disney Plus. When you open it up, it has those five main tabs that you can choose from. Um, I believe they are Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. So very educational also. I love those little documentaries, TV shows, everything. Um, I have a sister with little kids and they are so into nature. They love learning all of the facts about the animals and the, you know, the ocean, nature, everything. So that is a wonderful tab on Disney+. Plus. It's not all just screen time. You can make it educational too. Um, so those are the five main categories. Now there are also collections on Disney+, Plus, and I'm going to read my little list here. Um, there are princesses for all of my princesses and queens out there um, there is through the decades so it organizes the movies I believe throughout the decades so you want a specific movie from 1990s um, from when you were born from when you were growing up your childhood very convenient to look at that collection um, they have animation studios, which has all of the animated work um, beautifully done. They have a lot to explore on there, actually. Have you been able to watch any of the animated like shows or anything? I've um, a bunch from the animation studios. I've watched a lot of the shorts. Yes. I'm just very into all the Disney Plus originals like mm -hmm. the Imagineering story and the Disney Insider and the Disney shorts and all that. So I've watched a lot of the, and then there's like pick, bring Pixar to life. There's like mm -hmm. those little, like five minute, that's my attention span. So like those little shorts, I love. You know, those are perfect, especially if you have like five minutes to just chill to yourself and you want to watch a cute little short and just kind of like recenter, take a break in your day. Perfect. Um, they also have scenescapes ambiance. Now, I think this was brilliant to add on. Honestly, like, I'm going to have this on my in my living room on my big TV all the time, just looking at the park views. <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about it, Kara? Like, we, I could do a whole episode about scenescapes and then the ambience <laughs> ones in general. Um, so there is on YouTube. Um, there is a little playlist or account and it's called ambient worlds and I used to pull that up because it has stuff in the parks and star wars and marvel blah blah, blah. but like dang now Sin now disney plus has their own and we're mm -hmm. gonna kind of get into this because I have it as a part of one of my top things that Cindy and I are gonna do later um, <laughs> but I, I absolutely love just throwing it on like the Dory's Reef Cam and the Arendelle Yule Log. Oh my gosh. Like, again, I just love that stuff. I'm just like, oh, the parks. Yay. It just makes me so yeah. happy. It's so perfect, especially if you're like working from home or trying to get stuff done and you don't want to like put on a TV show or anything that would be too distracting. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then another collection, which is like my childhood is the Disney Channel collection. 
Like, I don't know about you guys, but I remember like parking in front of the TV, waiting for like 8 p.m. to roll around for the premiere of a Disney Channel original movie. Like oh, yeah. that just takes me back. <laughs> um, I have so many favorites. So I love the Disney Channel collection. I get to watch my favorite shows that I haven't watched since I was little, like That's a Raven, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yes! Like, yeah. <laughs> All of the prime shows. I just love it. So when Disney Plus came out, right, and I was adding basically everything to my watch list, um, all of those, I put down all of those on my watch list and I wanted to watch the first season of them. So like, that's a Raven, Sweet Life, Sweet Life on Deck, Lizzie McGuire, um, yeah. even Stevens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even Stevens. <laughs> Hannah Montana, like all of those. Yes. <laughs> so good. But we have so much more to talk about on Disney Plus. But before we get to it, we are going to take a short ad break and we'll be back soon. All right, so we are back and we are going to be talking about one of my personal favorite topics here and personal favorite segments that we're going to have on today's episode um, because it is personal to me. So if you do not know, I am biracial. I am 50% white, 50% black. My mom's white, my dad's black. I'm a little mixed kid out here. And um, as it is February, we are celebrating Black History Month. And I really um, was talking to Sydney and I was talking to Casey and I wanted to represent uh, the celebrating Black History Month information and, and things that they have available on Disney+. And there's so many different things. And I wanted to make sure that our listeners knew what was available to them and what they could watch for entertainment, for education, for just heartfelt moments, just everything in between. So I want to bring some things to your guys's attention. Um, here are a couple of things. If you want to take some time this February and celebrate Black History Month, this is going to be a lot of African-American actors, some um, just education purposes. First, we have Soul. Soul just dropped last Christmas. Um, it has a primarily Black main character, which is awesome. Representation matters. So that's super great to have. Then we have uh, one of the greatest movies, Hidden Figures. I mean, if you want to celebrate Black History um, Month, please watch this movie. It's absolutely amazing. Honestly, you know, every Friday, just pick a movie um, you and your family just want to go and, and watch and help with representation. Now, these are a couple great movies to choose from. So we have Soul, Hidden Figures, and then Beyonce's Black is King. I, I just, I have no words for this um, documentary or scenescape. It's just so magnificently, I can't speak. It's words. It's it's just amazing. And it's, it's truly breathtaking what she does. Um, and just showing how black is beautiful inside and out. And it's, it's just amazing. And we have some other things, of course, Princess and the Frog. This is our first African-American princess, Princess Tiana, absolutely amazing. 
Um, Princess Tiana is actually one of my favorites, um, of course, for representation purposes, but also it's because she was focused on her dreams, man. She didn't care about no man. She just was like, I want to have this restaurant. And she was doing her dang self. And I just absolutely loved that. It's kind of unfortunate that she was a frog half the movie. I get it. But, you know, when, when Princess and the Frog 2 comes out, yeah. first of all, <laughs> Disney, if you're casting, I'll take a role. And then secondly, we would love to see her uh, human form a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Some other ones I really want to suggest are The Color of Friendship. This is about a white family and black family coming together. Um, for friendship which is great and then the classic of all football movies remember the titans guys i could watch this movie every single day and then of course there's now safety the Mm -hmm. new safety movie which is also in the celebrating um black history month collection so all of those are great and if you have some non-disney lovers in your family go towards you know remember the titans go towards the color of friendship. You know, it doesn't have to be just these regular Disney movies. There's other things out there that you can watch. I mean, Beyonce isn't Disney. So as you guys can see, there are so many things for, yes, Disney lovers that are all about the princesses and Mickey Mouse, but there's so much available for the non-Disney fans. Um, And Sydney, we were kind of going back and forth about this, that there's just so much out there. We started off the podcast talking about National Geographic, right? So there's all this stuff on the National Geographic. Do you know any off the top of your head that are like super cool to watch? There are um, some documentaries, like I think Ocean is on there. Um, I know that was like a Disney film. They have a lot of information about like different types of animals and different landscapes um, and different habitats. They also have a lot of like Disney documentaries as well. So I know they have one with Animal Kingdom and they take you through the park and you get to meet some of the employees, the cast members that work with the animals and grow very close personal relationships with them. Um, They also have documentaries about the founding of Disney (laughs) and I'm sure if you haven't watched it yet like it is a must watch um I'm going to talk about it later with my favorites um so stay tuned for that um they have of course like their Marvel and their Star Wars collections that I kind of mentioned earlier um add that within the Marvel collection or segment whatever you want to call it it's separated by phases so you can mm-hmm. go through and watch phase one, phase two, and then three and four that were on, which apparently yeah. WandaVision is a part of phase four. Yes. So they finished phase one, two, and three, like in theaters. Um, yes. WandaVision, all of the new TV shows uh, that are Marvel will be in that phase. Um, and they also, what I love is uh, they also ordered it in chronological order so if you wanted to watch them in chronological order and not through the phases because the phases are based on release date 
but it's not necessarily chronological order. So if you want to start all the way back in like 1945, where Captain America takes place, <laughs> and then, you know, jump forward to Captain Marvel in 1995. Like, I know all the dates. I have my own chronological order that I like to watch them in. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. I, okay, can you tell I'm a Marvel nerd, Kara, <laughs> based on this conversation? It's a super fan. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's the nice way to put it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I have my own chronological list um, that I follow, but I'm glad that Disney Plus put it on there for anyone who wants to watch it in the direct timeline. Mm-hmm. That's super awesome. And just thinking about it, I mean, I was a Marvel fan. I am a Marvel fan. And I like watching it in certain orders you know and then I learned about Star Wars in episode four or whatever it is y'all know I'm still learning out here um so it's nice that not even does it have all of these videos and movies available to you but it has the information like Marvel has its phases it has it in the different episodes for Star Wars so it's not even just here it is it's giving you all these different options of how to watch it which is really nice And of course, you have your Marvel, you have your Star Wars, you also have all of your feel-good sports movies. We talked about Remember the Titans, there's Safety, there's um, The Secretariat, (laughs) that horse movie. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I remember seeing that in theaters, actually. Yeah, there's like so many different stuff. So all this to say that Disney is not just for the Mickey Mouse chasers, (laughs) like we are um but it really is for everyone and for everyone of all ages which is what walt originally set out for in the disneyland park was that disney is for all ages not just children not just childless millennials not just you know parents i know um but it is for everyone and so is disney plus and that's something that i really appreciate yeah, it's in, it's literally entertainment for everyone at your fingertips. This is beginning to sound like a Disney Plus ad. We are not sponsored, but we would <laughs> like <could> to be. <laughs> so, but it should be. <laughs> yes, which uh, in our next segment, I would love to talk about all of the new things coming to 2021 or sorry, all of the things coming to Disney plus in 2021. I, I know did a 2021 episode. <laughs> I know it is. It, okay. We're going to revisit it because even though I know you, me and Casey talked about all of the new things coming or even like a fraction of it, because there is so many things that are being released this year um we just needed to go a little bit more in depth for you guys so we have our list here and I'm just gonna start out with the WandaVision because I know we all watched it now the day that we are recording this episode there are only two episodes that have been released for WandaVision so um by the time this episode airs there will obviously be more because they come out with new episodes every Friday but Karen and I, to prepare for this episode, had to watch WandaVision episode one and two. And I have so many thoughts on this. Yes, I love um, all your thoughts. It is not like your typical Marvel. It is, it's like an enigma, honestly. It, 
is a sitcom set in different time periods and time is irrelevant. Honestly, like you don't really know what's going on. Um, I have some theories, but I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> um, in case I'm right. But <laughs> there are those theories, theories off camera. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like Wanda's living in this sitcom and all of these things keep happening that confuse her and she doesn't quite know I don't think she knows what's going on she can't really remember that much but she just knows that she's in the moment with vision um I love their romance Uh, I think that they are just like the cutest superhero couple um (laughs) the first two episodes were like very classic sitcom um, and there were definitely Marvel Easter eggs hidden in there, but I am excited to see what comes because I think Wanda's starting to figure out kind of like what's going on. Oh my God. Okay. So if you don't want a spoiler, like skip ahead a minute, cause I'm going to say something. But when I was like, okay, so Brandon and I were going to watch this, right? For anyone new to the podcast, Brandon is my best friend. You can find him on Instagram. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, Brandon, we had to watch WandaVision. Like, it was the Friday of the release. I was like, let's get um, some snacks. Let's sit down and watch it. I was ready for a two and a half hour movie, people. And I realized that it was a sitcom series, number one. I was like, what am I watching? Number two, it's in black and white. And then it's like, it's the spinoff of like, I Love Lucy. And then it's like a spinoff of like, Bewitched. Mm-hmm. like that old time series and Brandon and I kept looking at each other and we were like what are we watching like where is Wanda like I was waiting for like the, a power scene like I was waiting for a fight scene I was waiting for Iron Man to come out like something crazy to happen um but you know it's it was the end of and this is a spoiler right here but it was the end of the second episode and then it all comes into color Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that doesn't tell me anything. Like all they're doing is going to go to the next decade. Like I need the, and I'm so bad when it comes to like figuring out plots. That's why we needed to um, talk off podcast about these theories because what in the world? <laughs> all the crazy theories. So we'll talk about that, but oh obviously, okay. I'll just say it because it's a spoiler, but um, by the end of episode two, Wanda is magically pregnant. So that's why I say oh. time time is irrelevant um because there is no like timeline they're following and then also like you mentioned Kara everything turns into color so like that and obviously the whole show is around Wanda's psyche I believe so Mm -hmm. it's all from like her perspective so it definitely keeps you on your toes to try to figure out what's going on but I feel like each week we're going to get more and more hints as to what's actually happening because according to Disney itself this takes place in the Marvel universe right after Endgame so it's not like we're going back in time or anything this takes place in like 2025 or whatever year the Marvel universe is in right now um so enough with WandaVision though, no. we move on. Oh, um, WandaVision coming later. Uh, the next thing that is going to be released on February 19th is Flora and Ulysses. Ulysses? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Flora and Ulysses. Sure. Yeah. So it's about a young girl, Flora, who adopts Ulysses, a squirrel with superpowers. 
they should get into some shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So. It, like, reminds me of, like, um, what was that, like, open season? Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah. That type of thing. That's what it's going to remind me of, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that on February 19th at the end of this month. Uh, the next thing is the Falcon and Winter Soldier, March 19th. I have it in my calendar. Um, another Marvel series. This 2021 is the year of Marvel, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Um, Casey kind of gave us a breakdown of that on our uh, last episode or our 2021 episode. Um, but that also takes place after Endgame. So kind of like the same time that we're in with WandaVision. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be as confusing as WandaVision. I think it'll be more like what you're expecting, Kara, like the fight scenes, action, (laughs) all of that. (laughs) And then our next series will be Loki being released in May. Uh, Another Marvel. (laughs) This is another series. Yeah. So what I believe that it will take place um kind of in that area if you saw Endgame when they travel back in time mm-hmm. and Loki disappears with the Tesseract um because obviously if you're a Marvel fan you know Loki is dead dead not like dead and came back so this series takes place in kind of like an alternate universe like when past Loki disappears with the Tesseract and kind of gets into his own God. shenanigans and he you know he's the god of mischief he has to make something happen (laughs) so I don't know if that was a clear explanation but that was my point of view it will star Tom Hiddleston so I'm excited I love him he plays Loki very well um and also there's going to be Owen Wilson in the cast so how does he fit into this? I know. I'm like, I was super surprised to see that. Okay. And then our next series is a Star Wars series. It is the Book of Boba Fett. Now, if you watched Mandalorian season two, you'll know that Boba Fett was part <laughs> of that. Yeah. Kara doesn't know what's going on. Nope. But Boba Fett was a big part of the storyline in Mando season two. And when he was parting ways with Mando, you kind of got the sense that he was going to get his own spin-off, spin-off show. This is that show. <laughs> so that will be in December of 2021. So kind of like a year from now, but we'll have plenty of other things to watch in the meantime. And then Another show is Hawkeye, again with the Marvel. That's coming out late 2021. I don't have an exact date for it, but Jeremy Renner will play Hawkeye. Um, He'll be coming back into that role as Clint Barton for the series. This is another series. And then Haley Steinfeld is joining him as Kate Bishop. So that is exciting. I love her. Um, Can't wait to see that. And I know I just went through a lot, but there's going to be so much more. So just keep looking out every month. I think Disney releases a list that's coming soon. So I'm sure we'll cover it here, but there, there's so much. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if you want to stay updated, honestly, and I'm not just saying this to, to promote, honestly, just listen to the podcast because we are probably going to shout it out on our Instagram page, on our Facebook page. Um, we're probably going to say some other things on episodes in the future, especially we should, Sydney, do a whole episode about all the Marvel stuff. 
in 2021 mm-hmm. at least a recap episode of everything that came out yeah yeah because there's and so maybe, much <laughs> yeah like maybe a mini episode has to come soon about wandavision because uh we got some thoughts and opinions here people <laughs> It'll be a whole nother mini series of the podcast where we yes. can break down our episodes. <laughs> We're going to have a, the podcast spinoff and just yeah. uh, going into more detail about things that we want to give our opinions on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, the last segment that we have for you all today is going to, of course, be recommending our top five favorites or things to add to your watch list. Um, I'm sure everyone's watch list is pretty long because there's always something, as we just explained, something new coming out. But if you are new to Disney Plus or just want to explore some new things, we each wrote down five things that you should add to your watch list. So Sydney, do you want to name your first one? Yeah. So my first one is The Mandalorian. Write that down, Kara. Got it. (laughs) so my first recommendation is the mandalorian i know a lot of people who aren't disney fans but like star wars like got a disney plus subscription just to watch the mandalorian because it is exclusive so um i definitely recommend it there are two seasons each season is eight episodes you could binge watch it in a weekend i highly recommend it Um, And Star Wars fans, you will see so many little Easter eggs in there that just like remind you of the the Star Wars universe. I almost said Marvel because we've talked so much about it. But um, you are just, again, immersed in the Star Wars universe. And I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah. What is your number one? I know I'm going to have to watch The Mandalorian, guys. I'm getting there. I'm just, uh, some people know, like our true listeners from episode one, I'm such a YouTuber. So I'm on YouTube watching YouTube videos 24-7. So even when I do get on Disney+, Plus, it's like all my favorites or whatever is new. So I'm not the big, I'm really not the biggest Star Wars fan. So for me to have to sit down, I already watched all the movies. Gosh, darn it. (laughs) Now I'm getting to Mandalorian. But, and my things aren't in any chronological order. I don't know if yours are. No, mine uh, aren't either. The first thing to add, um, and I I was really thinking about this, and it's the movie Cool Runnings. Okay, if you guys have not watched Cool Runnings, it is based on a true story, and it's of a Jamaican bobsled team at the Winter Olympics in 1993. And like, you know how when you were younger and like you didn't go to school because you were sick, you were eating your chicken noodle soup and like some people would watch Jeopardy or some people would watch like Lizzie McGuire. I watched Cool Runnings because it is one of those movies that like always makes me laugh out loud. It like is just such a feel good movie at the end. And it's just like, it's just so great. It It's the true story of like, you, how you don't have something and you continue to work and work and create a team to like get you to where you want to be in life. And I just absolutely love it. So go ahead, watch Cool Runnings. Make yourself laugh and smile. <laughs> I'm definitely going to add that to my list because I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, But my second one, and again, this is in no particular order because I love all of these equally. Um, But the next one is the Imagineering story. I kind of, you know, pointed to it earlier saying that there was a documentary series on like the history of Disney parks. 
This is that series. It's called the Imagineering Story. There are six episodes, unfortunately, only six, but they are so fun to watch. It gives you like a timeline of when the parks opened, like what it took to build the parks, all the behind the scenes. They have a lot of the original creators, like the the man who envisioned Animal Kingdom and brought that to life. They interview him like every they just go into detail and you see how hard these Imagineers work to put these parks together and they literally think of everything like every last detail. So I highly recommend watching that. Um, I hope they make another season. I don't know if they have plans to but um, I I just loved watching it. It was like my ritual during quarantine. Every Sunday I would watch an episode and I would be like, it was hard not to binge watch, but I knew I had to spread them out. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all the behind the scenes of Disney parks. So I highly recommend that if you love going to the parks, you'll see how the magic came to life. Oh, I just love the Imagineering story. I don't even need to add it to my watch list because I already watched it, but it's, it's really good. So my second one is the Sunrise series. You guys know we were talking about these scenescape ambiances. Um, so Disney added, basically, it's like two hours of the, right now they have three of the parks. They have Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot available. And it's literally just the whole video, two-hour video of the sun rising at the parks. I mean, how much more peaceful can you get? Um, Sydney and I were talking about this and just like, it's so nice just to put on the TV, like if you're doing housework or if you're doing homework or doing something for work. Um, it's just like, oh, there's the castle and the sun's rising and let me start my day off right. So it's not necessarily even something you have to sit and watch. I don't think you need to sit down and watch the sunrise for two hours. I mean, go ahead if that's your thing. But it's nice to have it on TV when you're walking back and forth or just having one in the background. It does have some music involved and it has a, def- uh, a couple different um, angle shot angles. So it's like the view from the castle, the view from the side, same thing with uh, Animal Kingdom and Epcot. I hope they come out with Hollywood Studios soon. I wouldn't know exactly, and I think that's the thing with Hollywood Studios, like where would they shoot it? If they just yeah. do like, I don't know, Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like or like even Storyland would be cool, like over Slinky Dog or I don't Yeah, know. maybe like just Toy Storyland in general. Yeah, that would be nice. So Sunrise Series is my second one. It just brings um, so much magic and relaxation, like that just peaceful aesthetic into your home. It makes me feel better about life. (laughs) Um, But my third on the list is High School Musical, the musical, the series. (laughs) Uh, I love this show. It is so darn cute. Um, it's, It's just such a sweet show. The cast is so talented. I love their voices. It brings me back to the original High School Musical movies, which were like my thing growing up. Just loved them. I am patiently waiting for season two to come out. But if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend watching season one. There are 10 episodes. Um, the cast is just cute. Like it's it's just, I don't know. How would you describe it? Like a little drama, a little yeah, comedy, I- a little everything everything it's not even like like Degrassi like back in the day like I'm thinking like old time but and I'm not the biggest fan of the high school musical series 
but I love High School Musical, the musical, the series, because it's about, and as a music teacher, that's literally what my kids do. Like I am a high school music teacher. Uh, me and Brandon are the music and drama teacher. We co-direct the musical. Like, so it's literally my life. And um, it's just nice to see the putting on of a show because if you don't know or haven't watched high school musical the musical the series yet um they're they're putting on high school musical mm-hmm. so it it's just it's not like a full movie as as sydney said it's it's these couple of series and couple of uh, episodes and it's it gets a lot deeper um i think it has more meaning and more value and the songs are 10 times better in my opinion than the movies so mm-hmm. it's good to watch good to add yeah, I think we both highly recommend uh, that series. And again, like waiting for season two. Yeah. So my third one is the Into the Unknown making of Frozen 2. So this is also a six episode series, um, as I believe the Imagineering story was six episodes long, about like 45 minutes each. And it goes through the making of Frozen 2 from the the writing of it to adding all the I, I just it's way too above my brain of working to like even describe it and then they do the premiere and bring it all together and you see the hundreds of people hundreds that work on this together and it's just absolutely breathtaking I mean you see in this series the director hearing um into the unknown and show yourself for the first time you see her actual first reaction to Idina Menzel singing those songs and it's just absolutely beautiful you see the orchestra doing their set for the first time together it's just such a great series if you like Frozen or not if you just like seeing the making of a movie or a musical um it's very educational very a lot of backstory there it's really great yeah I think it's easy to forget that these shows that put out you know like 30 minute episodes or these movies that are an hour and 30 minutes like they take years of work and uh, you know you're talking about like animators cast crew like editors everything and so I think that's really cool even if you're not a Frozen fan just to see how everything works because it's just so interesting um my fourth item on the list we already talked about it (laughs) to exhaustion but it is WandaVision, um, my new favorite show, because I am just trying to figure it out. But I also recommend Legends. Now, Legends is like a little mini series that they came out with. It's kind of like the shorts where it's like five to seven minute episodes. And they go in depth on each of the heroes in the Marvel series. So the first two episodes in Legends uh, is out now and it's Wanda and Vision, of course. Um, in honor of the premiere of WandaVision. So I'm sure there will be more episodes by the time you listen to this uh, podcast episode because we are recording in advance. But I highly recommend watching them. It goes through a history and like their, you know, origin story and where they are now. And there are fighting scenes, there are romantic scenes. It's just like, it it made me emotional watching their journeys because I am such a hardcore fan. so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I just, the legend things was so cool. And it's something that 
I came upon, like just flipping through. And I was like, oh, they have this now. And I was like, of course, it's Wanda and Vision. Of course, it was the first two. And then watched it. And I was like, that's really nice that they kind of go through. And even um, I would explain it as introduction to the characters. So if you're going mm-hmm. through and watching Marvel for the first time, or even like don't know the storyline as well, just watch those um, before you watch, you know, a movie with those characters in it. And it will really help. Yeah. Kind of and everything. I describe it as like the perfect pregame for WandaVision is to watch Wanda's and Vision's episodes. I watched them before I started WandaVision. It kind of reminds you where they are in the universe and then you're good to go. So I'm sure there will be more episodes when all of the new series come out, like Loki, uh, Hawkeye, all of them. So just be on the lookout for those new episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. So my next one is the One Day at Disney shorts. Um, I'm seeing a, a theme here with me and Sydney's. It's all these like shorts and documentaries. But the One Day at Disney shorts are like five or six minutes long. And they really interview or show um, background scenes with workers in all the Disney parks all around the world. Um, and just kind of like, it's just One Day at Disney. And you get to go with a costumer or go with a street performer or see all these different things. And it's just you know, um, it's the the backstage of Disney, you know, so Disney's all on stage, all the characters working 24-7, but it's all that background stuff and how they're making the magic, so it's really nice, and again, if you have five minutes to watch one, watch it. If you have time to binge, watch them all. I think there's 40 of them. I have watched them all, and I highly suggest adding it and just watching, you know, one or two a week, maybe just adding and seeing, oh, like, that's how they do that. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's, those are so cool. Um, I love those too. I watched them all as soon as they came out. And especially if you are interested in like a career in this field or like working for Disney, the people that they interview go through like, how did I get here today? This was my journey. This is my story. So um, I highly recommend that you might get some tips on, you know, how to start working for Disney. (laughs) That's actually really good. Yeah. So what's your last one? Yes. Okay. My last one. Um, If you haven't watched it by now, what are you doing? It is Hamilton on Disney plus. Like I'm sure it is, has been viewed so many times out of those 86 million or whatever we said at the beginning of this episode, (laughs) a lot of people also got a subscription for a month just to watch Hamilton because we all know how hot and poppin' that was when it was on Broadway. So I highly recommend it. The music is great. The acting is great. Um, Like you don't miss a beat. It's all live on it. Obviously like it's record, it was recorded live. Um, Very entertaining. I do have to say like, I listen to the music so often, (laughs) like not even watching Disney plus, but just listening on Spotify or wherever, listening to the album, I was in the top 3% in the United States of like top listeners of the Hamilton album on Spotify. Like at the end end of 2020, it gives you like a year in review. And it said like, you were in the top 3% of listeners of like most plays of Hamilton soundtrack. So I don't know if that's something to brag about or if it is something to be embarrassed about, but there's no shame here. (laughs) Yes, I can literally sing every word, every lyric. Anyway, um, just completely obsessed with it. Go watch Hamilton now. 
And especially <laughs> um, just throwing it out there again, as an educator for teachers, Hamilton has a lot of historical and just, you know, social justice lessons mm-hmm. in it. Um, so if you, if not watch it for your kids and see what you can bring to the table and see what lessons you can pull from that. So that's really nice. My yeah. last one is going to be the almighty, the first ever steamboat Willie. So it came out in 1928. Now we're talking old school, no color, no nothing, you know, 2d wasn't even 2d back then. Was there even D's? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven minutes long, but it was the very first, um, Mickey mouse production. So as a true Disney fan, just know where it all started and that was the very first one so I always suggest to go back and watch that one Steamboat Mickey Steamboat Willie um and add that to your watch list it's just cute seven minutes long and you'll see where it all began yeah such a classic (laughs) (laughs) but that is all we have for you guys today thank you for listening Uh, we really enjoyed giving you a breakdown of Disney plus I know there is so much we didn't even get to touch on um, because there there's just so much on Disney Plus. But if you like this episode, please like, subscribe, all the things. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can actually see our faces as we record these episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, go watch our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe there. Leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, give us some feedback. Email us. We have an email. It's uh, whyweedisney at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, you can give us recommendations. You can tell us what you want to hear on the podcast. Or just, you know, like, let us know how we're doing. Um, <laughs> you know, new year, we're figuring out all of the content to bring you guys. Uh, we really love doing this podcast. So we want to keep it going. And we can only do that with your support. So make sure you show us some love. But <laughs> we miss you, Casey. Uh, she will be on again next week. So yes. don't worry. Um, I'm sure she had a wonderful vacation in Walt Disney World. But we will have her back. And thank you so much for letting me co-host with you today, Kara. Of course. Always happy to bring you on, Sydney. But thank you again, listeners, for joining us. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, come over to YouTube. See our beautiful faces and make sure to subscribe. Other than that, we'll see you guys later. Until next episode. Bye. Bye, guys.